1: All right, guys. Welcome to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts, Odd Rod. What's
0: happening, dude?
1: I'm, t- dude, dude. I just see Mary. What's was her name? Like, was it? What's Mar- a little Mary,
0: Mary Kate and Ashley?
1: Yeah, Mary Kate and Ashley. But what was her name on Full House? It was like
0: I don't know, man. It was the little ago. one.
1: But anyway, that one. I see that.
0: Do you know how many cheeseburgers ago that was? A lot. A lot. <laughs> exactly.
1: I'd say quite a few.
0: Yeah, I'd say I'm one up on you a little bit.
1: Maybe. I tell you what, Rod, we got a lot to talk about. We got a great show lined up today.
0: We got a very safe show lined up today. It is safe.
1: I will tell you, it's crazy. You got a seatbelt on in your rolly chair over I there. I know I
0: don't want to fall out with hey. all the safety precautions going well, sir, on.
1: You got your helmet on. I always have it. Well, you know, for medical reasons, but you know.
0: <laughs> all right, so let's get right into the meat of the bones. Let's talk about where we are going as always. Where we're
1: going. Well, first of all Places.
0: Places. Well, we're going to the top is where we're going, but that's beside the point. We're going to talk about our travels along the way.
1: It's like we started from the bottom, now we're kind of over here. Yeah,
0: we're just like over there a little bit. All right, July 27th. Whose birthday is it, Rob? Hmm, my birthday. All right, so what I need everybody to do is come on out July 28th through the 30th to the Gathering Show in Anderson. Come party with us.
1: That's right. I tell you what, it's going to be a wild time of the Gathering. Gathering is a great show. Anderson Civic Center. Indoor, outdoor, we've got vendors. we got the Sparkles Detail girls walking around. Man, you can't beat it.
0: And some guy said he was going to feed us Friday night, so I'm cool with yeah,
1: that. I want to tell you something. They've got some of the best food around. They're going to have some great food trucks, food vendors there. And we're getting free food on Friday? Uh, yeah. That's I mean, a win.
0: Everybody is. So that's everybody. Great. Everybody's getting free food, so that's awesome. I like that. I'm all about it. <laughs> exactly. All right, so yeah, that's a all-car, any-car, bike, bike. Uh, bicycle bicycle mo- uh model cars. model cars there they, we go like the little, little ones the little ones i'm over here like
1: hershey bar no <laughs> no no model car that does uh. sound good though <laughs> but i mean it's open to everything like i said it's a really cool show because indoor outdoor drop them where it's going to be there
0: so basically if it has tires on it it's welcome to the show it's golden exactly because last year they had a picnic table there that was rolling around
1: that's right old brian baird was riding around <laughs> in his gas powered picnic table
0: So, pretty much, if it has wheels on it, I think that's a good rule. If it has wheels on it, bring it out.
1: That's right. I'll tell you what's going to be a great show, guys. Anderson Civic Center.
0: Again, July 28th to the 30th. And we're going to be celebrating uh, Mr. Rob Pitt's birthday, Mr. Hot Rod himself.
1: Oh, Lord.
0: The one and only blonde-haired, blue-eyed, spiky, top son of a gun.
1: Son of a gun. That's the nicest thing anybody's ever said about
0: me. (laughs) All right, guys. So, after that... Um, it is August fourth will be my wife's birthday? She is the den mom of hot rods and happy hour, Miss Jessica herself.
1: That's right, the OG Jessica.
0: And we're going to be doing something to celebrate that birthday party as well. We might have some little something something coming up August twelfth. I I'm to the- tell
1: you something. Otherwise, you better have some something, something. Well, I got something. Or something. you won't live to see Odd Rod's birthday party.
0: <laughs> I got something something, but we might have to plan a little something something. A little for her. something something something. Yeah,
1: something something. There's a lot of somethings there.
0: So August twelfth, we'll be at the cruise in at El Patron back in A Town, and we might do a little something something for Jessica there.
1: That's what I'm saying. I want to tell you some great cruise input on by the Anderson Classic Car Club, and this is the best thing I like about this cruise inn is it's actually for a great cause. It's for the Good Neighbor Food Pantry. Yeah. So they're raising for I some mean, we raised like forty eight hundred dollars last year. Yeah,
0: I'd like to they I'd, got, like, I'd like to top that this year.
1: I think we can do it. I'm gonna tell you something. Great food, great time, great music. Yeah, of course you got the Hot Rods and Happy Hour guys there playing some of the best tunes around and some gorgeous cars back in A Town.
0: Absolutely. All right, the following week, August 20th, we're going to be at Ruby Tuesday again, home of the four lettuces.
1: That's right. The world-famous garden bar that they reversed on us. I'm going to tell you something.
0: So we walk in there, and normally salad's on the left, meat's on the right. Now salad's on the right, meat's on the left. I didn't know what to do. I'm going to tell
1: you. We walked up. We're looking for plates. I'm like, where's the plates? Where's the just dressing here? I had
0: to put dressing on my plate first, and then meat, then croutons, and... Then lettuce over the top of all that. That's was just, weird.
1: That's just crazy.
0: I know. And what's worse is the plate was at the wrong end, so I was holding all that in my hand until I got a plate. Well, it
1: works out good because then you just flip it to the plate and <laughs> exactly. it's <was> right.
0: <laughs> exactly. They got it figured out over there. <laughs> so, uh,
1: so, like I said, back at Ruby Tuesday, it's going to be a great cruise. And we had a wonderful crowd this past weekend. It was phenomenal.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about that here in a few because there's a lot that happened with that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was good times. But coming up September 2nd, the uh, Juvenile Diabetes Show. And that is going to be in Clayton, Georgia.
1: Beautiful Clayton, Georgia. Just a short ride. It's about it's about an hour and a half from us here in Greenville. Super ride. Gorgeous, gorgeous place. Great calls. Once again, super cool open show.
0: But you know what? I love the Upstate, Rob. But every once in a while, it's cool to get out and do a show. I love elsewhere. a travel show. I do too. It's just it's nice to get away. You know, I love being right here in the Upstate, right here in Greenville, Spartanburg, you know, Anderson. And uh, Don't forget
1: about them A Town boys. Yeah,
0: don't forget about A Town. They come after you.
1: <laughs> For real.
0: <laughs> but, you know, going down to Georgia or, you know, we venture up to Tennessee, North Carolina, it's a lot of fun.
1: Oh, yeah, it is. What I don't Like I said, I love the travel shows. You know, you get to really just, I mean, and you'd be surprised just the car hobby. I mean, it's worldwide. But, I mean, it's kind of cool seeing different cars, different people. Love it.
0: Exactly. And, you know, again, helping out a great cause, juvenile diabetes. There's a lot of kids that suffer with diabetes. And just to be able to help them out, my own father actually suffered from diabetes. So being able to help out with a cause like that is such a great thing.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, this is the thing. I mean, anything, you're, any cause is a great cause to help. But when you got causes helping children, I mean, I'm all about it.
0: Absolutely. Couldn't set it better there. So September 4th, it's going to be a busy weekend there. That's September 4th. actually Monday. We're going to be at Bacon Labor Day and Traveler's Rest. And I can't think of anything this is helping other than my cholesterol go up.
1: I want to tell you something. No, it helps a lot of things. They've got several charities going on at this event. But, you know, Mark Rodifer puts on a hell of a show every year with Bacon Labor Day. And this year it's moved to Traveler's Rest, a beautiful Trailblazer Park. Trailblazer Park is gorgeous. It's going to be a great venue for this show. I want to tell you something. It's so cool because it's on Labor Day Monday. And you know what? This is my thing. Mark solved every car guy's problem. You know what? Car guys don't go to the lake. No. Car guys, we don't go to the beach.
0: Well, have you ever seen a 57 Chevy, you know, travel across the lake? I don't think so. No. But just what I'm
1: saying. Now we got a car show on Labor Day. Now we can do something. That's right. And so eat bacon. It. And eat bacon. America. So,
0: yeah, exactly. They told me my cholesterol was a little low at the doctor, so this would be a perfect time to solve that. Mark, we'll fix that for you. Yeah, we'll definitely fix that. All right, coming up after that, September 10th, another uh, show we haven't announced yet is Chrome, Rubber, and Rust in Malden, South Carolina.
1: going to be a really, really good show, guys.
0: You know, Malden's actually a really cool town. We don't get to go there that often, but I love going over to Malden.
1: Well, this is a really cool town. Like I said, a lot of cool stuff, and there's going to be a lot of things going on at this event.
0: And with a name like Chrome, Rubber, and Rust... It's got to be pretty cool, right? It's intriguing. I'm very intrigued. All right, then September 17th, again, we're back at Ruby Tuesdays.
1: That's right. Four less is Hot Rods and Happy Hour, where it all started. The original cruise in.
0: Exactly. And then September 30th, drum roll, please.
1: <laughs> Carolina Motorfest. I'm going to tell you.
0: Tell me. Preach. There's
1: there's There's things in time that you remember. Yes. Like when you
0: first learned how to ride a bike. When you f- bought your first tack. Yes. When you got your first speeding ticket. Yes. When you got your first. Nah, never mind.
1: Yeah, the, you remember that, but yeah. we can't talk about that.
0: Yeah. And
1: Carolina Motor Fest.
0: Exactly.
1: I'm going to tell you something about Carolina Motor Fest. This car show in itself, you know, we talk about big shows all over the country, and we go to a lot of them. And we're bringing that flavor, 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 right here to the Carolinas. Love it! Historic real Pick Pickin Speedway,
0: and we got some big things planned for this year. Always looking to make it bigger and better, and with you guys' help and you guys come out and support this every year. This will be the third time we've done this event, and it's always amazing. It's always getting bigger, and with everybody's help and participation, it will continue to get bigger and better for everyone involved. And that's what we love. We have took something from nothing, and with everybody in the community's help, we're going to grow it into something amazing.
1: Well, one of the things cool is we got swap beats, we got vendors, you got the food trucks, you got show cars sitting out on the track that historic half mile oval i love it i mean it's just a great atmosphere and then being at the end of september i mean the weather's just right i mean you're not going to get heat stroke love it man
0: so like the show earlier in the year like we got heat stroke out there
1: yeah that you shouldn't have that problem this time around
0: and you know guys that was a great show the last time we put it on there were so many cars everyone there should have won an award it really should have and I love that. I love a car show like that where there's so many great, cars. Well, the caliber cars.
1: of cars. I mean, it was just phenomenal.
0: Exactly. And and I love that. So, I mean, I'm very much looking forward to that. Like I said, with everybody's help, I hope it's bigger and better and we just keep on trucking with it. I love it. All right, guys. Well, I guess we got to pay a little bit of bills and coming up, we're going to talk about where we've been in this past week.
1: I tell you what, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, where all did we go?
0: <laughs> it's been all over.
1: I'm telling you guys. This is just a crazy time. Stick around. You're listening to Hot Rods and Happy Hour right here on 106.3 WO. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. This is Rob Pitts on Rod. What's happening? So let's tell him We're telling everybody. Deed. <laughs> we're telling everybody where we're go- where we're going.
0: No, we already told them where we're going.
1: That's right. Now we're gonna tell them where we've been.
0: Yeah. Well, I feel like it's Back
1: in the Future. It's no, kinda- Marty. This is where you're going, and this is where you've been.
0: Yeah, it's kind of like that. A little like, bit. A little bit of that. But no DeLorean. No Hoverboard, neither. And that that makes me sad. Well, the DeLorean kind of saddens me, but... I love DeLoreans. Me too. I think we talked about them before. Maybe. I don't know. It's kind of running together anymore. But, uh, so where have we been? We are at Ruby Tuesdays last Sunday. That was fun. I want to tell you, that was, you know,
1: High Rise and Happy Hour at Ruby Tuesdays is always a great cruise in. I mean, we have a blast. This one was fun because of everything but the cruise in. The cruise in went great well off you know, without a hitch as usual.
0: But uh so then you
1: throw this live radio show in the
0: middle yeah, of it. Sorry about the uh little um technical yeah. difficulties yeah, we last got, week.
1: Like, you know, I mean don't get me wrong, I like Dave Ramsey just as much as anybody, but when you start stepping on my toes, Dave, hope you got my email just yeah. saying. Yeah
0: Dave, it's going down, buddy. <laughs>
1: we will hunt you down.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, um, so we had to do a little hop, skip across town, leave, leave the cruise in, fly over to the studio, record a segment, wait on the break, and then fly back to the cruise in.
1: Yeah, really. I mean, in between to get back and pick the show back up live and not miss a beat. I know. That's pretty cool, right? And then we all did this. In a hybrid Highlander. <laughs> Do you realize I was holding on to my cool card with both hands?
0: Yeah, afraid it'd go away. Yeah, really? Yeah, a cool card in a Highlander might blow out the window.
1: I mean, like getting a wheel in a Highlander is like the electric slide.
0: <laughs> so it was a lot of fun. Um, and of course, if you weren't there and really seeing what was happening, You'd had no idea, other than, well, you boys missed your spot on the radio, didn't you? I'm like, no, it was a little bit more than that. You just just had to a be little there. bit. <laughs> you just had to be there. If you could have
1: seen all the thing, Odd Rod took the steps. Don't dun,
0: dun. Yeah, I ran up a man down him. That's serious. Yeah, we we were on
1: the move. That that you were. I took the elevator.
0: Well, you had a fat guy and a smoker doing a marathon. It wasn't very that. It wasn't that great.
1: I really really hate that I didn't get to do like my Bo <clears throat> Luke hood slide.
0: Well, I don't think the studio would uh, mind us uh, sliding across their car. I mean, if
1: we had a camera set up, it would have been done.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm with you. But we were a little lack on time, so that wouldn't have been good.
1: Yeah, we couldn't, like, stop and redo.
0: (laughs) But needless to say, we were at Ruby Tuesdays. We had a great time. Everybody came out. It was awesome. It stormed afterwards, but we got through the cruise in without any rain. And, man, we had fun.
1: We had fun. I saw some gorgeous cars there too.
0: Oh man, I took a list of a couple. How about that beautiful '71 GT500, the orange one?
1: Bills love that thing, dude. I mean, this is—I mean, it's a real Shelby car, and this is this is in our hot rods and happy hour And I mean, this is the thing, guys. We have—I will tell you—another oddity was there. I mean, just cars you don't see every day. How about the GMC Cyclone?
0: Yes, yes. It was a little bit, you know, like a. It was unrestored. Yeah, I mean, it was. It was in bad shape. It I mean, was unrestored. Keep mind, this is
1: a '91 model truck.
0: Yeah, you're talking 26 years old at this point. Yeah. I mean, and that thing was in awesome condition for its age. For
1: its age, but I mean, when's the last time you saw one?
0: Oh well, other than the museum up in uh, Gatlinburg, there. Yeah. Um, and you know that one there, which that's in museum, mind yeah. you. Um, other than that, I don't think I've ever actually seen a Cyclone out on the road.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's been years since I saw one. And that was just neat coming come right up. I mean, you never know. I mean, we've had the Batmobile Hot Rods in happy hour.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's crazy. Adam West style. Yeah, Adam West style. Hashtag rip. Love you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, you know, that, that 71 GT, though. I mean, a 71, that's kind of an odd year in Mustangs. And to see a GT350. It's a GT500. GT500. My, yeah. my apologies. My apologies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My apologies, but see a GT500 out in about. And school bus orange. I know. It was just awesome. And then, uh, you know, how about that blue 54 Chevy with the two four-barrels on it?
1: That's a very, very cool car. Very cool. You know, like a 50-style custom. It was really neat. I mean, how about the 54 that's up there all the time? The, the cream-colored one with the scallops on it. With the on scallops
0: it. on it, yes. Love
1: it. Yes. I mean, just so many cool cars. I mean, you got, like, Bruce up there, you know, with his Mustang Or with his Mustang Cougar. That don't make no sense. With his Mercury Cougar. <laughs>
0: Yeah. I mean, all this
1: Ford dogs got me all jumbled up.
0: Well, then you got Zach who showed up in his brand new SRT charger and out of his wheelchair. That's
1: what I'm screaming. I love it.
0: So, I mean, you know, if you get
1: that right there shows you hot riding heels, kids.
0: Exactly. High five. High five.
1: <laughs> and we almost got it right that time. We
0: almost connected perfectly on that one, but I mean, you know, new cars and old cars, and you got Joe and his '71 Charger with the 440, mind you. Oh yeah,
1: I mean, well, I mean, you know, just muscle cars, late model muscle, fifties customs, street rods, hot rods, super trucks. I mean, you name it, we got it. Corvettes, Mustangs, all day.
0: And then get old Will Dorsey in the split bumper. Uh, boy, I believe, what, 71-ish?
1: Well, I mean, those cars, to 70, 73, they're all just kind of like, yeah, they could be anything.
0: But under the hood, LS powered. I mean, that's awesome. Yay, somebody gave him some Kool-Aid. <laughs> oh, look, it's an LS. Yeah. <laughs> don't it's
1: get very too, cool, very cool Don't car. get too excited over there. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to hold it back. <laughs>
0: but uh, You know, Wally Cap, he showed up in his beautiful 51 Chevrolet pickup truck, lowered, you know,
1: my idea of the perfect rat rod patina. Yeah, exactly. I love that truck. I love the look of it. I love, you know, how oh, the it, doors painted. I love that truck.
0: I wouldn't change anything about it except for wiping the caps off the door and putting hot rods and happy hour on it.
1: I like the way you think.
0: <laughs> Maybe we can talk him into that. What do you think? I doubt it. Yeah, I doubt it. Neither. And then we come down to our best uh, hot rodder of the month winner, Brian Loggins and his beautiful 67 Mustang
1: gta Mm -hmm. which is an extremely rare car among you mustang guys you any of the real mustang peeps and i ain't talking about like you own the fox body mustang peep i'm talking about a real mustang peep this is a super rare car this car's got so many little details on it that were just on the gta car and this is a great example the car's super slick and like i said every show he takes it to he takes he takes the trophy home with him it's just a gorgeous car
0: absolutely and you know he's a great guy brian's a great guy in and of himself And he really cares about that car, and that's what Hot Rider of the Month is all about. It's not about having the best car, but it's about your passion and what you put into your car. You know, we've had people win them with you know clapped out, you know whatever, but the passion they show toward their ride—that's what we're looking for.
1: Well, that, and I mean, and he's just that cool car guy. I mean, I love talking to Brian. I mean, we'll, we'll get to talking. And next thing you know, I've been standing there for 20 minutes, you know, talking about Mustangs or anything.
0: You know what that car reminds me of? Uh, We've done some shows up toward the North Carolina area, um, even over in Gaffney, and this car pops up a lot. You remember that green uh, Camaro? Yes. That that Mustang puts me in line with that green 68 Camaro.
1: Yeah, it does a lot. I know exactly the car you're talking about.
0: It just... If you guys ever get to see this car, the guy will be set up. He 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 came to Motorfest actually, so I'm sure he'll be back out to Motorfest. Yeah. You know, he's got the mirror set up under it. This car what has it got the three hundred two in it.
1: It's the three hundred two Z twenty eight. It's a super rare car. His wife actually bought the car new. Yeah, up in Kings Mountain actually. And the car is it's what's so cool about it is it's restored original as it could possibly be.
0: Yeah, it's got all the check marks on the frame and everything like that. I mean, and he'll show you every one of them. Absolutely. I mean, you you're not gonna find a more um uh, restored correct car well, I mean, it's just a gorgeous car. I mean, I love
1: the colors you know, in a sea of red and yellow and black. black and silver and white seven eight nine camaros, you've got this it's a it's a dark four screen I don't know the exact name the gm used for that car, but that four screen was gorgeous yes yeah, black sir. black vinyl guts, four speed
0: three o two hard to beat. Everything you could ask for, like these commercial breaks we got to take. I'm telling you, we get on a roll and we got to stop again. I know. Coming up next, we'll be in the news right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour.
1: Right here on 1063 W O R D. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour. Odd Rod. What's happening, dude? I see you got your little news hat on over there.
0: They got a news hat?
1: Yeah, you know, it's a hat that says news on it.
0: Oh, okay. All right.
1: You're over here like penciling in all the stores. You got some late breaking Hot Rod automotive news
0: for us. I do, actually. I do. Surely to God, everyone's seen this video traveling around Facebook and the interwebs by now. Uh, certain Catawba County uh, patrolmen traveling really fast in the opposite lane of traffic on This Highway is the guy that wanted,
1: was trying to uh, catch the uh, yeah. alleged street racers.
0: Yeah, the five BMWs. So, Catawba County, Highway 321, near the 41-mile marker. Five BMWs seized in what is claimed to be an illegal racing ring. All right. And let me give you the backstory, from the best of my knowledge. This is uh, part of a group of people that come down from New Jersey. They're with a uh, film crew doing like, you know, automotive filming.
1: They're a production company. Exactly. They were actually filming in Greenville.
0: Actually filming in Greenville. They went to a car show in Greenville, uh, you know, certain morning beverage and automobilia. They went car there. Car show. Yeah. They went there. And uh, after leaving there, they're heading back up toward New Jersey, New Jersey. And along 321, they're slowing down in traffic and filming, taking pictures of their cars. I'm sure speeding, you know, I can't say that, but I'm sure there was some Well, speed.
1: they even admitted to they were probably speeding.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, I'm sure of it. Who hasn't done this? I have. I'll, I haven't. Yeah, okay, whatever. Um, so this happened. Well, evidently people called and complained on them. And here comes this uh, hero state trooper with North Carolina. Flying through the opposite direction. Of a divided highway. Of a divided highway, up 321, going well over the speed limit in the opposite direction, putting both himself and others at danger. He was recorded doing so.
1: And now, a funny side note. Yeah, this we, was a couple in a Tahoe that recorded this. Yes. They sold that tape yes. for a $1,000. Yes. <laughs> and they have made so many... So many good memes from
0: this. (laughs) Well, I mean, you got plenty to choose from on this one. Um, So, the guys, you know, they're charged. There's seven people charged. They're now being charged. The five BMWs have been seized. And there's a bunch of conflicting stories going on here. Uh, First of all, you got a cop that is caught on camera speeding in the wrong direction up 321. And you got accused five cars, seven people of street racing. Just accused.
1: Okay. Well, this is... Whatever happened to innocent till proven guilty?
0: Well, that's what I'm wondering. But the state trooper uh, proudly proclaimed that if you're involved in any kind of street racing, we're going to seize your car. Well, first of all... And that is a rule. First of all, I have no problem with that. I, I, You know, I think for one, you should keep it to the track. Not saying I've always lived by that rule, but I'm just saying for safety precautions, you should keep it to the track. There's plenty of them around us here. but. I don't think a, a North Carolina highway patrolman should have the right to do what he did and put a lot of people in danger.
1: Well, this is, this is my thing and, and, and my buddy and my buddy Ed, oh grumpy Ed, as I like to call him. He, he enlightened us. You know, we actually posted this on some of the Hot Rods and Happy Hour, I think, on our personal pages. We were yeah, actually talking yeah. about it. And Ed, Ed served a very, very good point. And, and Ed's, Ed's, Ed's an older guy, and he's been around this stuff for a long time. And I'll leave it at that. But he said, you know, these guys were allegedly speeding. There was no proof of street racing other than what somebody said. Exactly. Now, this is the thing. This cop went the wrong way down a divided highway into oncoming traffic at a high rate of speed in a government vehicle to catch someone speeding. Mm-hmm. All right. At the most, write them a speed ticket and have a good day. But you did all of this to catch a speeder.
0: Yes. Yeah, exactly. And this
1: then, this police officer resigned. Now. Yeah,
0: that's good. I was just going to throw that twist into the story. Now, this police officer has resigned, which, okay, there's a backstory to that. You know, if you resign, then in 90 days he can go become a police officer again, and that was never on his record. So he may have done it for that principle there before he could even be charged for it or looked at, right. investigated. So that's probably why he's done this. Now they can't do anything to him. Now, how does this play out with court? Because if he's not present.
1: Yeah, but you if they got the witnesses there, they're gonna have a hard time. But there again, you have to prove it. They need to see these cars from a dead stop or from a roll, stop in traffic, racing, whatever they're doing to prove racing. I can get reckless driving, you can you know I careless can get speeding, operation. careless operations, something like that, which are all misdemeanor, traffic defenses. Period. Absolutely. Summary court stuff. This isn't big things. You seized cars for this. You endangered I saw thirty cars get passed in that video you endangered every each person in those cars to catch a speeder
0: and then not only that but himself
1: Exa- exactly and, and or, i tell you what, how about if not one person got hurt but you know he he totaled that $40,000 Dodge Charger he's driving in
0: yeah that belongs to North Carolina now taxpayers are having to pay for it
1: exactly i mean th- i mean this is the thing i mean he put a lot of lives at risk and a lot of expensive equipment at risk to do what catch, catch some a couple speeders. Of speeders Yep. in brightly colored BMWs
0: yeah yeah no joke you know, and, and let me go on record, and I, I'm sure you feel the same way. I support police officers a hundred, a 1, thousand percent. I absolutely do. I have family. Who's, my brother is actually in the law enforcement. I have plenty of friends who are police officers. Um, you know, I can't say enough how much I support the law enforcement
1: agencies. I got an uncle that's in law enforcement. Well, he's in jail, so I guess it counts for something. No, he's trapped by law enforcement. Yeah, well, he's a, uh, he's, he's a victim of law enforcement, I guess, or <laughs> something like that. Anyway.
0: But you know, this is where well, this is where I, I have a problem with this. And I've told this story before, and of course you can always check the podcast for stories we've talked about in the past, but I'll bring this one up again. I was actually arrested for quote unquote street racing. Um there was a uh You're such see. a bad kid. I'm trying to think. This is about two thousand and nine. Not gonna name a county, but South of Spartanburg and, you know, up above Whitmire. Next to Lawrence. You figure it out. Um, but I was, I was down there and I had a 1979 Chevy blazer. It was snowing ice on the roads. Hubs were locked on the truck. I'm coming home from work. I pull up beside a, I'll never forget a red eclipse. The red eclipse revved up at the red light and took off my blazer being, you know, loud exhaust, just leaving is loud. Cop sees it, goes after eclipse, pulls him over. I go on home no harm no foul within the next 20 minutes there is uh there's about five or six cops at my house they
1: followed they came to your home
0: they came to my home and picked me up for street racing so i didn't bother going to court and anyhow the charges were dropped to careless operations but But you went to jail i went to jail i'd done 11 hours in this certain county jail in the pen yeah um So I had to spend the night in jail, and the cop actually told me during my booking that the reason they pulled me over was because it was the other gentleman's third offense for street racing, and they were taking his license. And they could not do that without getting another person. I was the lucky other person. That's crazy. Yep. So things like this really, really aggravate me when you have a cop that does something that's, you know, let's just call it like it is, shady, or, you know, puts himself as well as others at risk for something so simple like this. Were the guys in the BMW breaking the law? I'm without a doubt sure of it. They were. But was it worth this reaction? Well, and now national news no, I don't think so. Well, this is my
1: big thing with this too, and I mean, it's not even just street racing. I mean, the car community has caught flack from law enforcement for years.
0: Oh yeah, since the very beginning, we're always been the, we've always been the outlaws here.
1: Well, that and like I mean, and in, and this is not the exact same thing, but it, it is too. I mean, back in my day, you know, back when I was in high school, and you know, in my early twenties, everybody liked to cruise. We used to drag downtown. We used to cruise Main Street. They started writing tickets for that. Yeah. It was like a $1,000 ticket for cruising Main Street. Like people were on the news, they got these tickets for cruising. My buddy actually got was framed in his house, but got a ticket for cruising. And, and the thing I could never understand about that is, you know, Greenville has, you know, it's two lanes through there, but you can get anywhere in Greenville without going down Main Street. Exactly. They, they just were dead against this. And this is the thing all the young teenagers and all that stuff, when you want them in one spot where you could kind of keep an eye on what's going on.
0: You know, it's always been my principle on things. You know, why would you. Why would you want to break that up? You know, you, you, I remember in high school, we used to always hang out at PetSmart in Spartanburg. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. Cruz Wesgate. Exactly. You know, I remember doing this and the cops broke that up. Why? We're all sitting there in a the parking lot doing nothing. Exactly, and and I mean, and if we did, we're in front of you. Exactly, I mean, you can sit in the parking lot with us, yeah. and watch us. We didn't care; we just wanted to hang out.
1: And uh, and that's the thing that kills me though, and and it's a whole different time and age now though. I mean, because I mean, like that's dead; it's all but dead. All that stuff is now, yeah. And it, it's it's sad. I mean, like my dad met my mom cruising Main Street.
0: Exactly. I mean, you know. That'll... And I met
1: my ex-wife cruising Main Street.
0: Well, you know, you're seeing a pattern. It gets progressively worse. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. So maybe he should die. But you know what I'm saying.
0: <laughs> so evidently, don't pick up your wife on Main Street. But anyhow, that goes back to safety. Wait a minute. <laughs> that goes back to safety. And that's what we're going to be talking about next.
1: That's right, guys. I'll tell you what. We're talking all about safety. and We're going through the years talking about safety right here on Hot Rods and Happy Hour. On 106.3 WO. All right, guys, welcome back to Hot Rods and Happy Hour.
0: Odd Rod! What's happening, dude? Dude. Dude. We're talking about safety. We are talking about safety, and we're going to take a uh, trip through history with safety in the automotive world.
1: Well, it's so funny through the years how this changed. I mean, mean, how advanced (laughs) cars are. My favorite saying ever. What's that, Odd Rod? When people talk about old cars? No.
0: No, they don't make them like they used to.
1: Thank God they don't cuz we'd all be dead. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, there's nothing in this world more I love than getting in my 53-year-old 1965 Malibu and just dumping the clutch on that thing and just taking off. I love it.
0: Yeah, I kind of like getting in my 26-year-old wagon, that's pretty cool too.
1: But you know what I mean? I mean, but it's probably the most dangerous thing I've ever done. Well, probably the most dangerous, but close. Yeah, right. But the it's second. dangerous. You know what I'm saying? I mean, there's no padded dashes. No,
0: we there's don't no, need
1: those. There's no airbags.
0: You barely got seatbelts.
1: Barely. Yeah, like, you got lap belts.
0: You skimped it in there by a year. Yeah, but you know, I mean, these
1: cars, and and I mean, they're fun or stylish. view mirrors. Well, I mean, you know, no safety glass. I mean, these are just these are old cars, and I mean, you know, you're think about when people got in 40 mile an hour wrecks, they usually died. <laughs> I mean I mean that's the thing. But uh
0: So we're gonna take a little step back in time here.
1: So we're gonna start though we're talking about safety like safety inventions or you know innovations coming out through the years. Well first and of some all some of these are gonna really surprise you.
0: First of all, I think we need to talk about the first wreck. The that, first, this is hilarious. The first recorded wreck was in seventeen seventy one when the second steam powered tractor created by Nicholas Joseph Cugnett. Crashed into a wall.
1: Okay. So let me get this straight. We're talking about a steam powered tractor. So this thing's moving at half the speed of smell, and you tagged a wall with it.
0: Pretty close, yeah. I'm thinking that, you know, he was just making that turn and it got away from him. You know what I mean?
1: I'm going to tell you one invention that was around apparently this time, and that was alcohol. He was probably drunk.
0: (laughs) You know, that's probably true. So this guy built the second steam powered tractor of his business and tagged the wall in it in 1771 congratulations you're our first moron behind the wheel can we give him a round of applause good job sir good job all right and then this is great too well, it's not. It's actually really bad. That's for horrible. I know <laughs> it's, it's bad. It's actually really bad for the person involved. But our first fatality, our oldest recorded automotive fatality, was Mary Ward in, on August thirty first, eighteen sixty nine. So after that, surprisingly, we had the first wreck in the seventeen hundreds, but it took almost a hundred years before someone died. So that's a pretty good record.
1: Well, it dropped like a rock after that, though.
0: <laughs> and yeah, it sure did. In Parsonstown, Ireland. She fell off and was killed after she fell under the wheels of an experimental steam car so somebody, built by her cousins. So somebody threw Mary under the bus? Yeah, that is kind of what happened. Well, they threw Mary under the steam car. Steam car. <laughs> yeah, steam <laughs> car. <laughs> but, that's
1: insane. And keep in mind something that's moving at eight miles an hour.
0: Yeah, it's like she fell and just, like, laid there in all awe uh, and said, Oh, goodness, I'm going to die, and just waited on it to happen. And 30 minutes later, it ran her over. Boop, boop. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I mean, it's so bizarre how that could happen. It just I, kills me. I Well, <laughs> no, it killed her. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I can only guess, like, it snagged, like, the wheel snagged her dress and just threw her under or something like that.
1: Or one of them cousins pushed her. Mm. Dun, dun, dun. Cold case. I'll tell you what, and if somebody's called up old Lester Holt, that could be a Dateline story.
0: <laughs> so obviously... There, there
1: is something about Mary.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so obviously, there's definitely a need for safety, and evidently the braking department was the first place to start.
1: Something you need to understand, guys. All the go in the world is not worth a flip with no woe.
0: <laughs> exactly. So in 1922... The Duesenberg Model A became the first car to have four wheel hydraulic brakes.
1: That's insane. And I'll tell you something else is really I mean, Duesenberg was the Rolls Royce oh, yes. of America. Oh, yes. But the thing you got to think about was like your Fords, your early Fords. You know, your 32 Fords, and you are here talking about that. 34, 35, 36, 37 Fords.
0: You had the Flintstone then. 38, right?
1: 38 was the first year for what they call juice brakes, aka hydraulic brakes in a Ford. They had mechanical brakes. They were virtually, go-karts have better brakes than an early 30s Ford had.
0: So you're better off Flintstoning it. Pretty much. Feet down. It's the
1: same idea, basically.
0: (laughs) But, I mean, so that's bizarre. You know, Duesenberg in 1922 was the first car to caught, you know, the four-wheel hydraulic brakes. So now we're actually able to stop, which Duesenberg was a pretty fast car back then. Extremely fast for the day. So later invention, 1930... Safety glass became standard in all Fords. Evidently, we didn't need glass in cars before and, 1930.
1: And, and, you know, guys, this is the thing you got to think about with the safety glass. You know, safety glass is actually a plastic coated glass. Exactly. And, you know, it's, I mean, so it's got a coating over the top of it. The glass they used before was like a single, pane, a single pane glass, like in your house. Which
0: pretty much meant if you went through it, you were going to die. You got shards of glass everywhere. Exactly. So what this little film does is it actually keeps the glass, or tries to keep the glass. Could you
1: imagine a rock hitting a windshield like that? Oh, God. I'm Literally, because yeah. it
0: would be in your lap. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that would
1: be like terrible. A rock hits your windshield, and you get a six-inch shard of glass in your eye.
0: Yeah, just another day driving to work in the 30s. Exactly. Huh? Well, late 20s. Makes that
1: horse look better and better.
0: <laughs> but, you know, okay, all right. So after that, still in the 30s, physician C.J. Strickland founded the Automobile Safety League of America. It don't even exist anymore. Was this,
1: like a bunch of superheroes? The
0: Safety League! The Safety League of I'm sure they had mascots and everything. I'm telling you, I bet you had a handshake. But this guy would later on. He would go to advocate the use of seatbelts and padded dashboards, which at this time wasn't even the thing. Oh no,
1: it, was, it wasn't even considered. So this
0: would be later in his life that he would go on to be a major advocate of these safety precautions. And then this is really cool. In 1934, GM performed the very first barrier crash test, receiving their very first J.D. Power five star award for crash test safety.
1: Because they're the only one. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like me. I'm an only child, but I'm a, my mom's favorite son.
0: Well, you know, you got a valid point. By the way, the J.D. Powers Five Star Award wasn't around back then, but I swear GM earns it every time. Every time. So in 1936, the Hudson Terraplane became the first car with a backup brake system. And this is what we know nowadays as an emergency brake. But then, if your brakes were to fail, it just came on. That's insane. Kind of like a trailer coming loose. And or, like a, well, pan-
1: well, or like an like electric trailer brakes. Or like a big truck. You know, when the air comes off the brake system, they lock down.
0: Yeah, so this would kind of put you in mind of that. It's a little more mechanical. and what an air power.
1: Way mechanical. Uh, yeah. Springs and levers. And if everything worked perfectly, yeah, it, it, it might stop.
0: Yeah. If all went well, you might be Okay. The thing that
1: kills me about a lot of these early safety innovations was what? What in the hell were they thinking? I don't think they were a lot of times. Can we can we talk a little bit about the Tucker about
0: him? We'll get to him in a second. All right, right. that was a good one. We'll get we'll get to the Tucker in a second because Tucker is really good. Well, I mean, you know, okay. Actually, you know what? Let's talk about the Tucker. We're already in the late 30s. Let's go into the 40s. This is my most favorite car. One of my most favorite cars ever produced. The 48 Tucker. You know, only 51 were ever made, and these cars were produced in a battle, you know, uphill climb that Preston Tucker faced. And, you know, that's a story for the, another show, but these cars are innovative in and of themselves. Well,
1: Preston Tucker was a race car driver, among many other things, but he was a race car driver. And it was so funny when they were designing the Tucker, one of the big things was the, the car to have seat belts. Right. And he said, and I quote, These make the cars look unsafe because if it has seatbelts, it must not be safe to drive. You know, I told the cop that one time. It didn't work. It didn't work at all.
0: No, it didn't play out. Yeah, I mean, it just makes
1: you think. It really does. I mean, like it. I mean, that was his logic. It makes them appear to be unsafe.
0: Well, I, you know, I said where you're coming from. Ford probably said, well, this safety glass makes it seem unsafe. Yeah, safety glass. You know, thank God Hudson didn't say, oh, these brakes, or the Duesenberg. Thank God they didn't say, these brakes make this car kind of seem unsafe. Yeah,
1: really. Well, I'll tell you what, hold that thought because we got to pay some bills. All right. That's going to be safe <laughs> right here at Hot Rods and Happy Hour. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears?